0: Now, the number of children waiting for specialist disability services in the country has increased by more than 1,000 in just three months and now stands at almost 18,500. The waiting list is for initial contact with the Children's Disability Network team, which comprises of occupational therapists, psychologists, physiotherapists, speech and language therapists and social workers. Early intervention is seen as essential in treating children with severe intellectual disabilities. In a moment, we'll talk to Sinn Féin's health spokesman, David Cullinan, who received these figures from the HSE. But first, I've been speaking with Mark Darmody, whose two sons, Neil and John, are both severely autistic. John received treatment privately from an early age, Neil went through the public system and had to wait longer before he was seen by a specialist team. And as you'll hear Mark explain, the longer waiting time for specialist services for Neil has had a severe impact on his life and on the wider family. I began by asking Mark to tell me more about his two sons.
1: Neil is 10, John is 5. They both be severely autistic. Uh, I suppose Neil is the one that's very problematic because he would be violent to himself, he would hit himself, he would bite himself on a regular basis. He was originally diagnosed with autism and uh, in 2016, uh, an intellectual disability was also diagnosed and he would be mild to moderate at that time. I suppose the problem for us was that by 2020, it became apparent um, that he was much more uh, severe than what they had originally diagnosed because he hasn't actually progressed.
0: How long were you waiting for an assessment, an initial assessment for Neil?
1: We were waiting, so Neil was uh, three and three quarters when he was diagnosed. So we were probably waiting in the region of two and a half years to get him assessed originally. The window of opportunity closed dramatically for us. Our other son, John, is one and three quarters when he was diagnosed. Um, So we were able to pay for private services for him. So it's something that we often say that the HSE needs to stop using the term early intervention because it does not exist in this country unless you pay privately for it. But for state services, early intervention Does not exist. Mm. And Um, and do do, do you you
0: believe, Mark, then, that the delay in, in accessing treatment for Neil led to the problems that you've been talking about there? 100%
1: that is the cause for his problems because we're not experts in this. We rely on expert intervention here and we lost the window of opportunity. That has now closed. Neil will never be Tyler Trent. He will never speak. He has no comprehension. And there was a key window there that we see with our other son. Uh, and that window must be um, you know used. That's why the term early intervention is there as a theory because without early intervention, there is permanent damage done to these children.
0: so So is there a difference then in the services that each of your children receives? one one has uh, been treated privately and the other has gone through the public system.
1: Correct and um, there is a massive difference when you're paying for it so we have basically a two-tiered system right now if you have money you can make progress otherwise you're left to rot on a waiting list and that's very very problematic uh, unfortunately and um, the window of opportunity is the key phrase here because when it closes so once we start to then to look at proper services for Neil it's gone too far at this stage so now it's just a case of he will be permanently um, aggressive and violent at times. And, you know, it's just a case of managing that now in the future. He can't suddenly develop a comprehension or speak. We're left with him the way that he is now.
0: Mm. And, and what is that like for, for, for you, um, Mark, and, and you know, for your family? How difficult is that to know that um, because he, he didn't receive treatment early enough in his life, that the rest of his life, he, you know, there, there are going to be many problems for him. It's um, it's shocking, to be honest. Um, it's
1: so disappointing that you actually feel like an enemy of the, of the state. Um, you feel like you're asking for something. You're asking them to build a house for you or something. It's just you feel like I am disgusted, I am disappointed. It is humiliating for us to have to talk on the national airwaves about this, um, but you feel like an enemy of the state.
0: You feel like an enemy of the state. That was Mark Darmody, father of Neil and John, telling me about the impact being on a waiting list has had on his son. We're joined now by the Sinn Féin TD, David Cullinan, uh, the Sinn Féin health spokesman who's in our Waterford studio. Good afternoon, David Cullinan, and welcome to the programme. Thank you. Um, The figures released to you, they show that there are 18,473 children uh, waiting for an initial contact with a specialist disability team but also that this waiting list is rising rapidly. Yes, and this has been a problem now
2: for for some time and behind that figure of 18,500 is a child who's unique, a child who needs developmental support, a child with profound disabilities and it's a family who are also struggling to battle the system to get the services that they need. And I have to say, I can't put it any better than Mark did because he's living this every single day. And I've met Mark and his young daughter, Cara, recently in Leinster House. And I know that they are campaigning not just for their two uh, uh, sons, in his case, his sons, in his, his daughter's case, two brothers, and they want better services for, for all children. And we have this perfect storm at the moment where we have a stalling of assessments of need because of a high court case that was justifiably taken by parents because the HSE was was uh, cutting corners and, in fact, breaking the law, and was found to have broken the law and has essentially stopped doing assessments because of that and are trying to figure out what to do next. But we also have one in three vacancies of these children's network teams which are vacant. And that means that we have about 450,000 hours of therapies and supports which are not being given to children that need them. And it's really heartbreaking because that window of opportunity is really important. I've dealt with and have spoken to far too many parents of uh, parents of children with disabilities where early intervention has passed that child by. And I know I would do anything for my two children and I would say the same for you mm. or any parents. You would, you would do absolutely everything so, you can. So, so,
0: so David Connor, the, the problem is fairly clear, uh, um, but, but we know, as you mentioned there, uh, the HSE has told us that um, 28% of staff positions uh, on these, these specialist teams are vacant at the moment. So how would you address that issue? Well, it's not good enough, first
2: of all, for the HSE just to accept that those uh, vacancies are in place because that's obvious. Uh, We've been saying to the HSE for the best part of five years that they need to train more graduates in this area and they haven't done it. So the first thing we have to do is scale up training to ensure that we have more graduates. We also have a problem where... A lot of these network teams are staffed by non-HSE personnel. I met one team where half of the team of specialists, which includes child psychologists, physiotherapists, occupational therapists, speech and language therapists, half of them were working for the HSE on better rates of pay and pension entitlements and so on. The other half were working for non-HSE employees with lesser rates of pay and How can you recruit into those areas if you have those type of disparities? That needs to be done. That's what I would do if I was the Minister for Health. We also need to look at sponsorship programs, apprenticeship, Mm. assistant grade positions to get people in quicker. We have provided some of those solutions. Only now, Justin, are the HSE saying that they will look at some of those. And that's what really troubles me and it frustrates parents, I have to say, who are just waiting and waiting for services, that these problems have been problems for a long, long number of years. It didn't creep up on us. But we've got to a point now where it's a real crisis where we have unfortunately 18,500 children, but that's 18,500 families who are severely impacted by the lack of services and the long wait times for those but children.
0: The, the, the solutions you're proposing there would take years before they, they would bear fruit. Training staff takes a, a long number of years, apprenticeships take years. Should they be recruiting, should the HSC be recruiting from abroad?
2: Of course they should. But I just want to make one point. Every single time this comes up and we have a, a, a discussion on the shortage of staff, it's put to me it will take time. Of course it will. But if I was Minister for Health, I can only start with where things are now. The failure has to be put on a government and successive governments that failed to do all of that, not just over the last year, but over 10 years and more. So... Of course we have to train more. We have to do all of the things I'm talking about because, again, we'll be talking about this in two years' time and five years' time. I would actually purchase services from the private sector and it goes against the grain for me, but I can't look a child in the eye and the parent of a child and say, even though there is capacity in the private sector, in the short term, as we scale up capacity, we won't do that. I think we have to do it. and um, I think we have to do everything possible. At the end of the day, as I said, 18,500 is a number but behind that 18,500 are children yes. with profound disabilities who need supports. So all of those things have to be okay. done, including training, including dealing with the recruitment and retention issues, and also in the short term, purchasing care in the private sector, if that's what all needs right. to be done.
0: I, I want to ask you about our earlier item, junior doctors. They've joined nurses now in raising concerns about the difficulties they're having in sourcing accommodation. Uh, the junior doctor we spoke to, Dr Doyle, said that there is a need for additional financial support support to be provided for junior doctors who have to find new accommodation every six to 12 months and often have to try to pay rent in their primary residences as well. Do you agree with him that there should be additional financial supports for health staff to allow them uh, to to move around uh, as the system requires them to do that?
2: Yes, I do, because that's part of the training for junior doctors. And obviously, the accommodation crisis at the moment is having a big impact. I've engaged with NCHDs and the IMO on this issue uh, over the last number of months. That's one of the problems. We also know that junior doctors are working long hours, in some cases doing 24-hour shifts. Again, the Minister has been talking about a new contract and putting in place a solution for this, I would say, since the summer of last year, and yet we are still waiting. The housing crisis has an impact beyond people who just need homes of course that's the big big uh, challenge we have to make sure that families have a roof over their heads uh, that the opportunities for an affordable home for social houses are put in place but I know that there are schools that can't recruit teachers nurses that can't be recruited into hospitals junior doctors so that's not going to be resolved unless we scale up the build of social and affordable homes and even the targets that the minister for housing set himself uh, have not been met and when you have a Minister for Housing who doesn't even accept that you have a housing emergency then I don't see how that Minister for
0: Housing is the one that's going to solve the housing crisis. Sinn Féin Health spokesman David Collinan, thank you for joining us from our Waterford studio today.